All right, guys, welcome to episode 44 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy, Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week, we're going to talk about, uh, we talk about The Nick, um, which Ever's been watching. Uh, we talk about The Boys. Um, we talk about a catastrophic equipment failure. Mm. Um, <laughs> we, what else do we talk about? We talk about the NCAA tournament. Um, we talk about Ghost of Tsushima being turned into a movie. And then, you know, we finish off the episode talking about the um, insane comments made by a, a player who used to uh, play for the Michigan State Spartans sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. Uh, <laughs> but first... start with um as usual what we've been watching or playing mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah so this week um i actually finished up a show that i've been watching for a while now and i think it's one of the reasons that i haven't been able to talk about another show i think i just talked about games and movies uh, but i finally finished up the show called the nick and it is on hbo max okay and it actually um was a cinemax show um it premiered back in i think 2014 or 2015 and it ran for two seasons and so, uh, but they just added it to HBO Max, I think, back in January. So, um, so yeah, I just started it. Um, it's uh, two seasons. Watched all of them. It's an, like an hour-long show, like an HBO, typical HBO show. Um, but it stars Clive Owen, and I think the, the, he's the, probably the most recognizable one. Um, Andre Holland, who you might know from uh, Moonlight. Um, but I think, yeah, it's pretty much just Clive Owen. And he's, he stars as a doctor in 1900 New York. And he's okay. like, um, it's like, uh, let's see, like, uh, not an experimental doctor, but he's kind of like, you know, like the doctor that's like, he's like the risk taker and he's exploring new ways of fixing things in 1900, you know, where motherfuckers are like cut open without antibiotics and stuff. And, um, right. I, there has to be some of those in real life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no way medicine evolved without the technology we have now if it wasn't just some dude being like, fuck it, let's try this on this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the thing is, so so the show as a whole, I really loved. I think it's unlike anything that I'd seen before on TV. Um, I would say the first season is excellent. It's like perfect, right? Um, and the second season, I think some of the stories I just kind of drop off sometimes or something will happen in like the first two or three episodes of the season and then it just kind of moves on to something else and you'll be like wait wasn't he just talking about this other thing what the what, but but it's still excellent it still looks great um it's directed by well all 20 episodes are directed by steven Soderbergh, and okay. he did um you know uh oceans the oceans movies all three of them uh aaron brockovich traffic contagion so he's like you know he's like an actual movie right. director doing this tv show um, and you can tell because it looks great. Like, it looks amazing. Um, and it's so cool to see, like, 1900 New York sort of come to life and, and you meet all these different characters. So it's not just about Clive Owen. It's about, like, the whole hospital. You have, like, the, the corrupt bank manager, the bank owner, not the bank, a hotel manager, the hotel owner, his daughter, different okay. surgeons. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I think it does a great job. And it also, I think, does a great job talking about, you know, it doesn't shy away from like the uglier parts of that time, which is like, you know, the, the racism, the anti-Semitism, uh, the anti-immigration wave and stuff. So I, I think as a whole, it's really, really good. And like you said, some of the most interesting parts of the show are parts where they're like, oh, dude, oh, the transfusion didn't work. But why? There must be a reason in the blood that we can't do transfusions. What could it be? And like they test all these wacky, like, we're not wacky, but they're like <laughs> well, they're in there weird just, like, ways. Tasting it. They're like, um. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, look at the, the folic, the isic atomic acid in between the blood cells and stuff. And which is way wrong. I think it's something completely different. I think it's something like the something i forget what it is that's the actual difference but yeah it's so that's the interesting part is like seeing them talk about you know the shit, shit. incorrectly because of yeah. all the information they have at mm-hmm. the time they're like oh we need to numb him give him the ether and he's like no no give him the ether give him the cocaine and it's like oh okay oh okay <laughs> right that isn't that nuts that that used to be a thing that like real fucking doctors prescribed though mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like i think like i know everyone shits on like sigmund freud for being crazy because i think he was addicted to cocaine but like yeah that was also prescribed to him by his doctor <laughs> exactly yeah 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 and it's funny because he so well mild spoiler for the end of the first season but okay but it's throughout the whole series he's he well, the main doctor what's his name clive owen one you see in the first episode he literally is at a stoplight and he takes off his shoe and he injects himself with cocaine <laughs> back when you like would inject it not snort it and so you know he's like oh he's a coke addict that's why he's like super hyper and like always trying to do new shit in his uh, operating room right um but uh but yeah it's it's fantastic it's really really good it just took forever because you know each episode was you know an hour like right like it wasn't like even like 45 minutes of a show it was it was a full hour um i think um so it only got two seasons but i, I always tell people that or i was telling to somebody i was talking to a friend and she was like hey like I know it got canceled. Like, let me know how it ends because I don't want to just watch the show and then and have it just like right end, drop off. Right? Like he's like, all right, well, you know, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go operate on this guy, and then we never saw him come back from operating on the guy. Right? Right? Like he's he's about to do his biggest, most crazy <clears throat> operation, and that's yeah. how the next season was supposed to start. But then it exactly, never happened. exactly, and that's what I was afraid of. And I told her, I was like, all right, yeah, look, I'm gonna um. Watch it. I'll let you know because I think it's great. I think you should watch it regardless. But I'm gonna let you know so you, you don't have to be worried. Um, and it does. It ends. It ends. I think perfect in a perfect spot where if it kept going, you'd be like, "Cool, give me one more story." But if you never saw these characters again, you go, "Okay, I like where it ended." Or I think it ended in a spot where, you know, it kind of makes sense that we just saw this little time in their lives and then now they can do whatever. Right. Right. Like it didn't end on a cliffhanger. It ended like at a, like sensical narrative end yes. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, yes. like anything yes. else you would have seen next season would have just been a new story with right. the same characters right exactly exactly like um it would have been like a like a logical continuation like for example at the end of season two one of the characters leaves and moves to australia to get away mm-hmm. and at the end you go okay that makes sense to a story but you you know if you go we're making season three you go okay then we're gonna go see what she's doing in australia in season three right or she might come back or right. something right um but um, I think there's actually plans um, to bring one of the characters back. One of the characters played by Andre Holland, he is a black doctor in that time. And so, he, of course, he's made with racism. Um, but he, his character is, they're hoping to make him the source of either a third season of The Nick or like a spinoff show. Okay. Um, and it's going to be directed by the guy who did Moonlight. 
So okay. that might come back. It might That's not. That's fucking intense. For your directors to be like, like for a TV show, for your directors to be like Steven Soderbergh and then now this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it's like, it's not just like, oh, Joe Schmo who directed 20 episodes of ER, right? Right. Like it's, it's like we talked about with uh, the James Gunn, like Christmas holiday thing. It's yeah. Like people, you like if you're a movie director, you got to be really into what you're trying to do to be like, yeah, I'm going to go direct all 20 episodes of right. this TV show. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's Even like people a, who direct a TV show and are the main directors don't direct all the episodes. Like, right. Yeah, they usually do the pilot and then they go fuck off and do whatever and then they get their name on it. Right. Like, pretty much any episode that or any show if you watch their pilot, it's always like directed by blank and you're like, "Oh damn, he directed that one, damn." Like um House of Cards. Remember House of Cards on Netflix? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever saw it, but the first episode was David Fincher. And it's like David Fincher directed by, and his sort of tone and the way he he his visual language was sort of the template that they used for the rest of the show. But he right. only did that one episode, right? Right, and I imagine like I guess I don't know enough, but like I'm sure they probably made, like would they even come back to him for any questions or anything, or like do they get like, or is it literally like he just does the first one? And he's I, like, yeah, just do it like that, and then yeah, so. I, yeah, most of the time they stay on like as an executive producer, right? It's like executive oh, producer, okay. David Fincher, and it's like he they probably go like, "Hey man, like, what do you think about this show?" And he goes, mm, "Yeah, change that car to that car." And okay, yeah, fine, whatever. Give me my <laughs> yeah. check. And that's kind of that's pretty much what J.J. Abrams did with Lost. Like he did the big pilot where there's like a plane crash and action scenes, and then the rest of the show he just handed off to these other two guys. But then his, his name was still on it, and people think, "Oh, J.J. Abrams did Lost," but then it was like, no. He didn't. He probably like came right. in once a week to the office, if that, and was like, "Hey, what you guys doing?" Oh, all right, cool. Well, he, he was necessary for this to get pitched and picked up, and yes. that's about it. <laughs> right, right, because he wasn't the showrunner, right? Because he was the right. showrunner for I think Alias and I forget, uh, not, I forget his other show, Felicity or something. But for Lost, it wasn't him. He just came in and was like, "Yeah, sure, let me get my input for a little bit." Right. Um, but for these, like, this is a, I think, a, a sort of a. A paradigm shift where somebody like Steven Soderbergh is there. Like, he is the guy, right? Barry Jenkins is going to be doing all episodes of this new show. Like, it's his show, right? Right. Um, and I think James Gunn, I think, is going to have a show based off of one of his uh, Suicide Squad characters. The one with John, the one oh, John okay. Cena plays. Okay. Because of quarantine, he... Um... <laughs> because of quarantine, he was like, yeah, they, you know, I, I just couldn't stop writing it. So I just wrote a whole show based on this character and I'm going to be directing all of it. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the trailer for that, by the way? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, yep. it looks fucking good. Yeah. yeah I thought it was, it, I saw the poster with all the fucking people on it, and I was like, I feel like this is going to be dog shit. And <laughs> that trailer has restored my faith. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I, I, I meant not to watch it because I was like, I don't want to watch it because, like, I want to get it all, like, the, the look and feel. I want it to be a surprise. Because the only thing I'd right. seen was just, like, I think, like, just pictures maybe. Maybe, like, um, there was that that little trailer thing that they made when they were, like, it was, like, beh- the behind-the-scenes footage. And it was, like, mm-hmm. God, this is the biggest movie ever for me. And then, you know, Idris Elba goes, oh, I had, I had a blast working on this, mate. Right? And then <laughs> that was it. But then this is, like, the first trailer trailer. So I was, like, I don't know if I want to watch it. I don't want to get the tone spoiled. I want to, like, save it all. But... I said, fuck it. It's so far away. I think it comes out in August. I was like, fuck it, you know. Right. It, I might die before then. <laughs> shit. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, it, look, if you're about to die, you'll just have some 1900s fucking doctor come do some wild operation <laughs> to your shit and just see what happens. Yeah. But, oh, I, w- I will say it. the, the show itself is, is um, 
I mean, it's not like gruesome. I think the worst scene is like the opening scene. They they perform a C-section on a lady, and they're like in nineteen hundreds. Yeah, yes. damn. <laughs> and so they're like in there. So if you can make it through the opening scene and be like okay afterward, then the rest of the show never gets that bad. It just sort of hits the ground running in terms of gore. So um, that's that's, uh, that's exactly how one of my friends pitched Black Mirror to me. He was oh like, yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. first episode, like, yep, it doesn't yep. like it's not too much for you, you know, where he fucks a pig, or yeah. <laughs> like he was like, you know, if you get through that, you'll be fine for all the other ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a funny story about that. So we um we watched so the Black Mirror came out on Netflix, I think, in like 2016 or 2015. Mm-hmm. It was ran there. But I had a class in college in like 2013 where the professor had seen the show in Britain. And she was like, I have the show to give you to show you guys it. You know, it, it's not available anywhere here in America. It's not streaming. It's not on DVD. It's not anything. I have to find like a bootleg and copy deep online. But I'm going to show it to you because I like what it says about, you know, media and stuff. Mm-hmm. and we're gonna watch all three episodes and we were like okay we were like what the fuck is this right because now you know you go black mirror and everybody goes oh okay but back then like right nothing nobody it was like it was like the, the most hipster thing ever for me and so we watched it in class and there was like 20 of us but one of the one of them was like um like an older lady she was like mid 40s maybe 50s oh no and so that we watched that episode and we're like damn that's crazy and then so we had this thing where like we would watch it and then like the next class was like a recitation thing. And so we came back the next day and she's like, so what do we guys want to talk about media about this? Oh no, no, no. So that, that episode, the class ends, that lady bolts out of there. <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit. Oh, great. And so then she, the next episode she comes back and she's like, what is it? You know, professor was like, what do you guys think about, you know, what is this about media or about this or about that? And you know, she's expecting people to, to, to talk about it like in terms of the show itself. She goes, the the old lady like raises her hand and she goes, Yeah, that was one of the worst things ever. I don't have that many red lines, but bestiality is like one of them. I never want to be put through anything like that. That was horrible. And I'm just like standing there like, Oh my god, get me out of here. This is so awkward. Like you couldn't have emailed this or like walked up right. to her after class or something. And the professor goes, Oh, I'm sorry, you know, you know, like that. Sorry, you feel that way, right? But yeah. I was just kind of like, just so awkward because she was like standing up in front of like 20 people. And I was like, lady, I'm sorry. Just please. My my thing about that is like, I, I just don't understand those people. Like, my line is, it's not like. They actually did it, right? Right. right. Like, like, nobody actually fucked the pig on set. I promise. Yes. You know what I mean? like, now, they literally have to get permits to like have animals <laughs> on set and have them be okay when this when the show is done. Now here's the deal. Maybe you feel that way about some of the older fucking Hollywood movies where they're just like using horses and just like, eh, fucking horse died. Like, oh well, time to get another horse. That's yeah. fine. But like now, like <laughs> I promise, first of all, I promise they're not gonna allow you to bring a pig on set to just get fucked, right? Like, that's <laughs> that's not... There's no chance that that's going to happen, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 Secondly, exactly. what actor do you think is... Other than Jared fucking Leto, who do you, which actor do you think would actually go fuck a pig? And, like, the actor who does that, who plays the Prime Minister, he's, like, in movies and shit. I've seen, he's in a James right? Bond movie. He's yes. in multiple James Bond movies. I've seen him in other shit, right? He was like, you know, I think I'm willing to take this risk for my career. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it method acting. 
It's called method. This is acting. <laughs> I'm gonna put this in for the fucking uh, God. What are they called? Is it for TV? It's not. Is it still Oscars or no? Uh, Emmys. Emmys. That's right. Yeah. yeah. The fucking. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put this in for the Emmys for best actor because <laughs> I fucked the shit out of this pig on set on camera. Um, God, that's terrible. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't get why. Like, like this is this is where I draw the line. Like, you know, it's not real, right? <laughs> it would be the same thing as like I draw the line and seeing women cut open C sections. Like, you know, that was like a dummy with like silicone and like fake blood, right? Like, no lady was actually cut open when a baby was pulled out, right? Like, so right, yeah. But yeah, if uh, you're showing a documentary of C sections, yeah, exactly. like, you right, know, right. maybe okay, maybe you do make that stand. Maybe you email someone after class and be like, "Hey, that was a little fucking rough." You know, that was a little bit much, man. Like, we didn't have to see that documentary. It's like, well, it wasn't. It was a show, and yeah. it wasn't real. And like, yes, it was filmed. Then it must be it was filmed very well because it is very gross and stuff. Especially yeah. when he walks in and those TVs are showing porn. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, gross. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, you the look, Nick. You look next to you look at the guy next to you. And he's just trying not to keep eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyway, the Nick was great. Recommended HBO Max. Um, and that's the show I finished. And I think I I don't know what I'm watching next. I got to check my list, but. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Nice. So, oh, oh, and before you move on to the next one, I just want to add a little thing about my my next one because I don't really want to talk about it because we talked about it a lot last week. Okay. I finished Justice League. Okay. After three days, it took three days. Um, it was okay. <laughs> Better than the first one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first one's a piece of shit, but this one was <laughs> the action scenes are the action scenes are good. I, they're actually pretty good. Um, the rest is like okay and yeah. I I right. saw I I just saw a guy say like the scenes like like. The scenes are fun to watch, but as a movie, it's just like not great. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, then, like like each scene is done well, and then it just seems like all the connective tissue is just kind of like whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That is exactly right. And then they had this stupid epilogue that, that apparently was the only scene that was filmed like now, mm-hmm. and it's like Batman in the like the nightmare one where he's like in the future or something. Right. Ugh. Is and that where Joker like, has the fucking yeah. crown of thorns? And yes, he's like Joker comes in. And he's like Batman. Uh, uh, we're not gonna. He's like you. We're part of each other, Batman. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not gonna circle jerk each other anymore. He literally says that. He says something about a circle jerk, or no? He's, he's like, who's gonna give you a reach around, Batman? He's like, oh my god. <laughs> Fuck that, you. That's the thing. Zack Snyder was like, I need, I need to get. I this. need this. I and Batman goes. That. He literally goes. He goes, Joker. I'm going to kill you slowly like I let Harley Quinn die in my arms. I'm like, dude, this is for, like, kids' movies. What the fuck are we talking about here, dude? Like, And then Superman shows up, and he's, like, a murder fa- fascist Nazi thing. And he's like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I don't necessarily think that it's for kids' movies things is valid because I don't think he made it for kids. So, like, I don't know. No, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, Batman, like, if you watch the animated series, he's like, fighting Clayface and, like, Dr. Freeze and stuff. Like, Batman, that's who... Like, right, like, at its basic core, that's who Batman is. And so you have this guy going, oh, well, nobody's gonna give you a reach around Batman. And I'm like, you don't... Why did you add this? This doesn't well, add anything. The rest well, of the see, movie the, doesn't the, reach those kind of horrible heights. But but Batman has. That's the, that's the difference for me, is that, like, there are plenty of comics where Batman is that. You know what I mean? Like, like every Marvel and DC, there are versions of these characters that are yeah. like this. You know what I mean? So it's okay. like, if... if if Zack Snyder wants to do that, that's fine. That's not where I draw the line for me. For me, it's just like it's ridiculous and it doesn't make yeah. a whole lot of sense. Well, the rest of the movie isn't really that like that bad. Like it is violent. Like you know, like Steppenwolf, like you know, hits people with his axe, and then they do get cut in half. But it's never like 
gory, right? Yeah, it's but I don't weird. think. Yeah, but I don't. I, the tone doesn't seem to be for a kid. You know what I mean? Like the tone of right. Man of Steel, where at the end he fucking snaps someone's neck. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, not, right. It's not really like meant for children. Um, right. I don't think that's true. what he was going for at all. But like, like you, to me, it's just like I don't know what you're doing. But anyways, yeah. like as far as like the whole nightmare scene, like I can't believe they went back to that. That's like the one thing everybody shit on in the first one. Like what the exactly. fuck is this? And, and then he was like, I want more of it. <laughs> it not only is it, a, it not only is it not make sense, but it's also a dream within a dream. Like he does a, oh, oh, oh my gosh, it was a dream, and then something weird happens, and he goes, oh, oh, it was a dream within a dream, and it's like, oh, dude, what? Inception. Fuck you, <laughs> fucking this movie. Fuck this movie. Anyway. It's okay. Right. If you like yeah. the action scenes, watch those, and then you can just skip the rest. Yeah. Uh, you mean you don't want to see Rachel Adams, right? Amy Adams? No, Amy Adams. Amy Adams, You mean you, yeah. you don't want to see Amy Adams go get coffee and talk in a coffee shop for oh, no reason? To, like, um. Diane Keaton, Weast or Keaton or whatever, and she's like, yo, oh, Miss, I miss Clark. I'm just like, click, 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 check on my Twitter. <laughs> get the shit out of my face. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, so... Uh, before I talk about what I watched, you, you mm-hmm. watched the the Nick, which is about a surgeon trying to fix people through crazy methods. Mm-hmm. And I would just like to address the fact that I have unsuccessfully tried to surgically repair my PlayStation Gold headset, which fucking disintegrated on oh, me last no. night. <laughs> we just talked. I was like, it's got a couple cracks. I in know. It, I think it's okay, bro. Right, I, yes. It had a couple cracks in it, and I don't mean like they weren't like. They didn't look like they were, like, really affecting the structural integrity of this headset. Like, right, I would put it on my ear and feel it was a little, like, a little loose on the right side. But I was mm-hmm. like, I, the last one I had felt a little loose for a while. And then, and then all of a sudden, like, and then, like, it broke. This one, I was like, I noticed, like, the first time, like, a week and a half ago. I was like, this feels a little loose. Like, and, and then, mm-hmm. like, bro, I picked it up yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't mean, like yanked it i mean literally grabbed it by the center of the headband and picked it up and as i picked it up it was like and then the just fucking did you hear the sound in the background yeah that was me grabbing it and it falling apart again i i've tried to repair this like a 1900s madman i got a fucking tape twine fucking small fucking paper clips rearranged to try to nothing bro i'm recording this right now with my apple fucking uh headphones <laughs> that came with my like iphone 6 bro uh, so so this headset's fucking curtains um yeah. i have another one on the way but yeah i just felt like that'd be a good time to bring that up no um, yeah, especially because like like you said when you texted me the picture of it all broken I was like, <laughs> with, Dude, with the caption of just talking about it. with the caption of profound sadness oh yes. god I literally went to play a game yesterday, picked it up, it was all of a sudden broken, and I was just like, I guess I'm not playing anything tonight. (laughs) And I just fucking set it down and walked away. Um, But yeah. So, as far as what I've been watching, uh, two things. For some reason, uh, we've talked about how I'm not the person that does this, right? But I have... Today, I watched like three episodes of Demon Slayer, the anime, which I've already watched before. So, Mm -hmm. I'm re-watching a thing. Don't know why. It just was like fuck it um i mean i guess there's a movie coming out soon that actually is like so you know the dragon ball movies that always came Mm -hmm. out they were never like canon in the main story right like it was always just like like brawley wasn't like uh brawley cooler and brawley and right like they were never actually real characters up until i think like dragon ball super they were Mm -hmm. only there to just be like a cool story to put in a movie but like they were never like in the show. Like, the show mm-hmm. never mentioned Brawley. You know what I mean? Right. Or cool, and, yeah. Right. So, they were just there to, like, be a cool extra thing on the side. 
Right. Um, and, and so, like, this movie that's coming out is actually, like, a connecting tissue from season one to season two. So, like, uh-huh, you, like okay. if you're wanting to watch it, you probably need to watch this movie. So, there is a movie mm-hmm. coming out. So, I guess I could say I'm watching it just to, like, get caught up again before the movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie's been out in Japan for a while, but there hasn't been a way to watch it in the U.S. I mean, I'm sure they oh, just okay. fucking download it illegally, but um, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Uh, anyway, so I'm rewatching that, but that's, mm-hmm. like, kind of minor. But I've started uh, watching The Boys, as you um, recommended, now that I have Prime for this short period of time nice, before I cancel nice. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, I think I am four episodes in. I'm trying to think of what the last thing that happened was. Um, oh, uh, Frenchie, uh, the Asian girl attacks Frenchie and they throw the little, like, gas to make them both fall asleep. And that's how oh, the okay. episode ends. Uh, okay. I, spoilers, maybe? I feel like that was super vague, so I don't think that... <laughs> and it's also, like, I think early on that it's, like... Yeah, again, this is, like, episode four, I think. Yeah. Um... But I will say, like, the very... I don't know if it... It definitely couldn't have been the very first episode, actually. It might have been the end of episode two. Is where mm-hmm. I was, like... Maybe it was the end of episode three, but I feel like it was two. I was, like, all in with the fucking... Uh, the box with translucent remains in it. And oh, it, yeah, they yeah. open it, it's just coming for you. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm all in on this show now. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm supposed to think Butcher, Mother's Milk, and Frenchie are good guys. I don't think I'm supposed to, but I'm still fucking rooting for them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing with like Walter White with uh, Gus Fring. You know what I mean? You're like, you're right, right. Like when... He's probably a giant piece of shit, but like, nah, I'm with him. Yeah. <laughs> he's my giant piece of shit. <laughs> it's like the We're in this abusive race relationship together. Um, mm. But yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. Super cool. I, I'm a little confused why like so the butcher's called the butcher, right? I and mm-hmm. I don't I don't know the story behind it, but I feel like it's pretty self explanatory why you would call someone the butcher, right? Mm-hmm. Um Frenchie is called Frenchie because clearly he has a French accent. Why I don't I have no idea why this black dude's called Mother's Milk. Is it gonna <laughs> is he gonna is that gonna be I think they do, expla- they do explain it. Okay. Whew. Yeah. So I was like, bro, you can't give somebody the name Mother's Milk and then never tell them why that's what you're called. <laughs> There's no way. You you mm-hmm. can't do that. Um but anyways, show's really good. Um it's funny because in the very first episode, I think I, I think they give you the idea that like Homelander's the only good guy. Uh, like, like because Butcher goes, uh, I think Huey is the guy's name, and he says something like, uh, are they all pieces of shit? And Butcher's like, yeah, all of them except, you know, Homelander. I don't have anything on him. Like, I don't have any dirt on him. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're supposed to be led to believe for, like, one episode that Homelander's a good guy. And I think you see Homelander do something good, like, in that episode. But then, like, then maybe episode two, he's like shoots down the fucking plane with his laser eyes, and you're like, oh, okay, so that's not true either, <laughs> right? Because he's like, get get the fuck back, yeah, like, yeah. Oh. When the plane's going down and they're trying to save the people, and it's like, uh, the Wonder Woman is like, just try and stop the plane, and he's like, if I try and fl- like fly and stop this plane right now, I'm just gonna puncture right through it. It's not gonna work. But like, it's yeah. the fact that he didn't even try. He was just like, ah, whatever. Like, um, and like, two people are like, "Are you leaving us?" And he's like, "No, I'm just checking on something in the back." And he like, goes, <laughs> goes to fucking leave. God, it's terrible. Mm, She's like, I, "What if you just save this little girl?" He's like, "What? So she can just fucking tell everybody that we left everyone here to die?" Fuck no, she's dead too. And I was like, "God <laughs> damn, this man is ruthless." Mm, no, um, he's very good. He he's like, um, I think I talked about it when the season two came out. 
where I, you know, I love most of the characters, or I, I, I like following most of the characters. There's a couple of them that, you know, pop up in season two and, and continue from season one that I'm kind of like, I like you, like, you're okay. And I just kind of like, but nobody's like annoying or anything. And I think one of the right. ones that I'm like, you're okay is, is Butcher, because I, I, I think, you know, you, ha- you probably haven't seen too much of him, but he's like, I, <laughs> I think sometimes he's like a little too cool for school. I think I mentioned last time. Yeah. He's like, oh, butcher, I'm just the coolest motherfucker I've ever lived. You know, fuck you. Right? right. Um, but I, I think he's an acquired taste because he does, I think, you know, eventually, you know, and see, by the end of season two, I was like on board with him. But I think sometimes he just kind of, I just kind of like, all right, dude, like. Oh, yeah. He definitely does that in season one, but it works just because you're not in the know yet as a viewer. Mm-hmm. But like in season, like so far, even in the first four episodes, like. Frenchie's trying to figure out how to, how to kill Translucent, and he's like, all right, I gotta go talk to somebody, and he just leaves, and they're like, who the fuck are you going to talk to? He's like, mm, get some answers, and he, like, just walks out, you know what I mean? Like, it's this super, like, eh, I'm the guy that knows things, like, eh, get things done, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let me just fucking, like, they have a superhero trapped in a fucking kitchen basement cooler, and mm-hmm. he's like, I'm gonna just go talk to a guy, and they ask for clarification, he's like, you don't need any clarification, I got it under control, so, like, like, why would you not just be like, I'm going to talk to someone who, like, might be able to tell me dirt on so-and-so. You know what I mean? Right, like, He exactly. literally is just like, nah, and just fucking walks out. Yep, exactly, um, exactly. But, like I said, I think it works because, like, you as the viewer are not in the know. So, like, him being too cool, you're like, maybe he is too cool. Like, like, like maybe he's just going to get something. Um, but, yeah, either way. Uh, I, it's I like it a lot so far. It's definitely got me hooked. Um, good, good. Is it, that, is, do you know, is it like a season two and we're done thing or is it like is it going to be a season three oh no going to be a season three yeah i think this is this and i would actually probably just this i would say this is amazon prime's biggest show all right so So now that you've said that when i looked at amazon prime video like Mm -hmm. you'd be like go watch the boys and i was gonna start it and i was like i'll wait for kaylin and so i was just scrolling through amazon prime and i was like yeah i'm gonna be honest there's not a lot of shit i want to watch on (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, I, I I can't remember what else I watched that I that I was watching on Prime. And like when you remember last week and you told me I was like ah uh, definitely the boys and what else what else what else uh, I can't remember like um, yeah you might have given me one other thing but like it was definitely just the boys you're like, but definitely the boys like that's where you that's where Amazon's gonna hang their hat on this one yeah I think it's their most like Game of Thronesy like show you know what I'm you know what I mean like. Yeah, it's the this is acting show. Like this is show. this is show making. <laughs> yeah, like I'm looking through the list right now and like nope, not you, Amazon. <laughs> There's like a show called Bosch that apparently was good, but yeah, like right, like you know, like HP uh, Ooh. Um, there's a show called Invincible about it's like an animated show. It's like a Robert Kirkman comic, the guy who made uh I think the uh, The Walking Dead. Okay. And it's an animated show, and it just premiered, and I've heard really, really good things about it. Okay. Um, but, um, but yeah, I have to check I that one like, out. I, I feel like Prime Video has been a thing for a while, though, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, I think most of it has just been, like, like their movie parts, right? Like, it's on Amazon. Like, it's a Prime yeah, um, okay. movie, and I think they, they have a couple of, the, like, movies that are their own movies. Like, uh, One Night in Miami is a Prime movie. Sound of Metal is a Prime movie. Um and a bunch of other stuff that they have, like that. That's like a Netflix one. Um, but yeah, this yeah, this is a, this is their cash cow, and I think it's gonna go on at least for another two seasons. But right now, I think yeah. they're doing season three. Okay. Um, 
And I would say I liked season two better than season one, but not by a lot. I think they're both pretty good seasons, but I think I just found myself enjoying parts of season two or like when an episode would end in season two being like, oh shit, what's going to happen? <laughs> right. right. Um, but, uh, oh, oh, you remember a couple months ago or weeks ago, we were talking about the scene in the first episode where the Flash character oh, disintegrates yeah. that chick? Yeah. Fuck, and dude, just t- so much blood. <laughs> yeah, they're just talking, and then all of a sudden she just disappears. Yeah, and it's just fucking just blood everywhere mm-hmm. in the air. Uh, yeah. yeah. Also, I don't know why it was so hilarious to me, but when Popclaw, like, burst that dude's head open, and within, like, minutes... They're in the room, like, hey, we can make this go away. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they're just in there. They're like, hey, um, so a thing happened and we're here. Like, there was no even remote, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't... Surprise? I don't I... No, no, it's like they didn't even, like, try and cover their tracks or, like, give a reason why they were there. You know what I mean? Like, there was no, like... Like, they didn't even try and give a reason why someone... Like, if someone was like, why are you in here so fast? I feel like she even says that. She's like, who are you? How'd you get here? Like, why do you know what happened? They didn't give a shit, bro. They were like, it doesn't fucking matter. You're in bad shape. We're here. Like, like, it doesn't matter who we are. You're going to be fucked if we don't fix this for you. So so, We're here to to fucking fix things. Sorry. Like, when when people in movies blackmail someone, it's always Mm. like... We found, like, we did a bunch of research. I, I I made this plan of, even the, like, politician, like, she, like, has this plan of a shapeshifter that comes in and does this thing, like, blackmail. They didn't do any of that work, bro. She, <laughs> she blows that dude's head up. They're like, cool, we're walking in. Like, like there's no setup, no preparation, no story. They're just like, we'll just walk inside. <laughs> and it works, because realistically, it would. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, if you're her, like, what do you do? Like, uh, nothing. Mm. Like, I right, was on drugs like, and smashed some dude's fucking skull into the ground. And, like, someone shows up. It's like, we can fix this. You're like, well, I guess you have to. I guess you have to. Not, it's like, we're be like, no, this is a movie set. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah the only other option is like, uh, then I have to kill these two people and hope that they don't get found by. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, anyways, the show's been great so far. Good, good. Um, it's good to hear. So, uh, moving from that, I don't really have a segue. Uh, I don't think there's any natural segue to move from yeah. that topic to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want to jump down to the last one? I, I want to hear your thoughts about this one. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah we go can jump ahead. to this one and then, you know, finish up with one of the other two. Okay. Um, but it's a Ghost of Tsushima. 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 That's right. I was like saying it and I was like, that doesn't sound right. Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima is becoming a movie and they have the director of John Wick attached to direct it and you know i think it was one of the earliest episodes we were talking about you playing it and you loving it and so when i saw that article drop this week i immediately sent you the um the link and i was like dude look like you know yeah so not only is it becoming a movie but it's becoming a movie by a guy who like you know has some creds behind him right right so you you know the song late by kanye yeah all right, well, I'm going to be on time for this, okay? Like, <laughs> like I'm going to be on time for this movie. So, the thing is, is, like, this... I don't know that I ever would have put this together. Like, first of all, I don't know that I ever would have made it a movie. Like, like I just would have never thought of it. Because, first of all, mm-hmm. other than, like, The Last of Us, I would never make any game a movie because they all turn out like shit. 
And I think the reason I say The Last of Us is the exception to me off the top of my head is I think it is so narrative-driven that, like, I, I feel like it would just be really hard to fuck up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, as long as you're following the plot points, I think you're fucking gold. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, they did it. They did that part super well. So, like, as long as you're following that, you're good. Right. As long as you don't cast a bunch of fucking C and D actors and give some dickhead a, that that makes commercials a directing shot. Shout out to Mortal Kombat. Um, <laughs> like, I think you'll be okay. Um, with that being said, everything about this screams perfect fit to me. Because the thing is, is like, if I'm Keeping it a buck, like, mm-hmm. the the violence in Ghost of Tsushima is pretty fucking brutal. And it's, it's like, fits the story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not just because of who he is, but, like, also, like, I mean, do you care if I give any spoilers for the, the story of the game? Do you want me to hold off since you um, are probably... Like, if they're, like, minor stuff, I wouldn't mind. Because I do eventually want to play it, right. but if it's, so, like, uh, minor stuff, I don't mind. Okay, so... I mean, like, part of the story of this game mm-hmm. is, like, and, and I'm going to say this just because it's also the title, and so you're going to get to it pretty quick, right? Yeah. But, like, the thing your character struggles with throughout the whole game mm-hmm. is the idea of being a samurai, which is the super honorable, like, that's what samurai are known for, right? You know what I mean? Like, it, when we fight, we literally, like old school like we walk straight up we declare that this is a war we declare that this is a fight and we honorably duel or fight you know this war as we go so then like you know a thing happens and it becomes obvious that that isn't going to work right so Mm -hmm. he's a samurai and the whole thing he's fighting with is the difference between being a ghost you know like a guerrilla warfare type thing and a samurai you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like that's his Mm -hmm. internal struggle and because you have, you know, the honorably, like, I'm going to just walk forward and fuck you up of a samurai, and then also a gorilla warfare, shit gets brutal. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it gets gruesome. And, and so, like, you're giving John Wick's director that as just the basis. And it's, like, fucking gold. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is great. Um, secondly, like, I feel like it, it's definitely a different visual, but I still feel like even John Wick with his, like, I don't know, dark like it's almost always nighttime and rainy in John Wick movies, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, or it's like the, the neon, is, like a like a blue neon look to it, right? But the blue neon is like all about mixing like vibrant colors and making it still work in terms of camera. Like mm-hmm. everything in Ghost of Tsushima, like it visually is vibrant, bright. Like it's walking into a forest of just like reds, yellows, oranges, and you know what I mean. Like walking yeah. into a field of bright whites. Like I feel like that guy who who the scene that always comes to mind is the nightclub scene. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in, in the, I think it's the first John Wick where they yeah. kill Keanu Reeves, where they like, yeah. they like throw somebody, they throw Keanu Reeves stunt double off the fucking balcony and he just hits the ground hard as shit. And that dude yeah. actually dies. Um, I don't care what anyone tells me. Um, <laughs> that, that dude died on set that day. And his family had to be compensated. Um, but like, um, like it's all these bright colors. And like, I, I can just imagine John Wick's director being like, I'm going to have a fight scene in this giant field of white flowers and it's going to be like super vibrant at sunset in a field full of white flowers. Like they're going to have a duel. You know what I mean? Like it's going to yeah. look so good. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Especially with like, you know, cause John Wick, the first one, I mean the budget, they had a sizable one, but it was only, I think like, 
30 mil, 20 mil. And right. it would not surprise me if the guys, if this guy gets, you know, a hundred, a hundred plus for something like this. Even if yeah. it is, I think, even R-rated. if it's a video game movie, like your name is attached to it, and you've done this well with this. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, it seems like a good fit. Someone's willing to fund it. I feel exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like from the director of John Wick, like that. You just put that on top, and people go, "Oh shit!" And I think the video game, I think itself, is pretty pop. I think it's pretty popular. I think it's like you know. Other than The Last of Us 2, I think it was the biggest game last year in terms of pe- being in the zeitgeist and like people knowing about it. Um, yeah, I, I think it, I, 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 The Last of Us 2 is kind of a... And even, like, that's just kind of an unfair competition to me. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the, the Last of Us 2 also had all the fucking hype of The Last of Us 1. And then, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, people knew yeah. about it already. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, like, just like 1 and 2. I oh, think no, I clearly agree. that one was number 1. And this one, I think this... I, I thought it was clearly number 2. Yeah, it, 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 I don't think it's... A, it, my thing was that it's not a close second, I don't think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think there's a pretty big gap, but I think that's also fair, given the context of, you know, how they came out. Yeah, um, yeah. But the, the other thing is that I will say is that I think this will be better... I think the story lends itself better as a movie than as a game, mm. um, believe it or not. I, I think... So... This isn't a choose-your-own-ending game, right? So this isn't like a... See that, uh, your decisions matter here. Right, yeah. And it's not like Mass Effect where, like, are you a paragon or are you chaotic? or mm. You know what I mean? Like, are you unlawful or are you lawful? Right. Like, it, it doesn't play with that, like, stance at all. You know what I mean? Like, there's some Jedi, like, some Star Wars games where it's like, are you, you know, light, light side of the Force or dark side of the Force? Blah, blah, blah. Like, as you go and actions you do move you in one direction, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, and then, like players, like characters, NPCs react to you differently depending on if you're light or dark. It's nothing like that. Right. So, the, one of the struggles I had with the story of that game is, is it has its narrative picked out, right? Like it's mm-hmm. like this is the character; these are his views. He struggles with them here, and blah 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 blah. blah. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is like as someone who plays the game, like let's say, uh, let's say he's supposed to I'm trying to think of a an example without giving anything away at all um it'd be like it'd be like if san andreas right like if or not san andreas but like if a grand theft auto game came out and you played as a cop right Mm -hmm. but like the cop's supposed to struggle with whether he's um you know good cop who plays by the rules or a dirty cop who takes money right and and like Mm -hmm. i decide i'm just gonna play the game like a good cop right Mm -hmm. like i'm just gonna like arrest people and not shoot anybody just put them in the fucking cab you know move you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i'm just a good cop doing my job giving people speeding tickets not shooting anybody that i shouldn't shoot um but then like the the story needs me to like be conflicted you know what i mean and, and it's like well i'm not i'm playing this game just as a good cop the whole time and then the next cut scene he's like fuck like i'm trying to do the best i can but there's so much oh, okay right right you know what, what do you mean and, i've been a good guy the whole time i haven't done right. the best i can because i have been doing the best i can <laughs> right exactly like like so like so like sometimes and that's not really a fault of like the game i don't think i think it's just a fault of the medium at that point you know what yeah. i mean it's yeah, not yeah. a fault of the story it's just like not everyone's gonna play the game the story the way the story wants you to play it and so i think that this the story may work better as a movie where, you know, people can't choose to play it a specific way or not. Yeah. Uh, okay, you know what okay. I mean? Because I was um, going to say, you know, you were saying, like, hey, like, you know, some games, they choose, they're more choosy, some of them have the story set. And I think, you know, I personally don't have um, 
Well, I, I don't ding one one for the other one, right? Like, if, right. if, if someone's like, you have all these choices, oh shit, and then it ends up not being as choicey, I don't really judge them. And if one ends up being like, you have all these choices, and it actually does end up affecting them, I don't really mind that over, like, a set one. But then I also don't mind something like The Last of Us 2, or The Last of Us 1, which is just, you know... And yeah, there's no choosy. It just no happens choosy. the way it's going to happen. The story that they want to tell is the story that they want to tell, and if you tell it well, I don't care, right? So I, I right. feel like... Um, I, but I know what you mean, where it's like... They hope that the story is shadier, but you can play a certain way that doesn't involve that at all. And right. Maybe it just doesn't have the capabilities of having to remember all of them, where it's like, hey, if he's mostly this way, you get this cutscene. If he's like in the middle, you get this cutscene. If he's in the middle, but tending toward bad, you get this one. But then if he's bad, you get this one, right? Like they're just trying to like keep it yeah, simple. And I, and like, I think you're conflicted. Right. And, and I don't even think it's a matter of like. In this one, I don't think it's even a matter of, like, whether or not they could do it. I think it's literally, like, the this for what they did, like, when they storyboarded this thing out, mm-hmm. like, it only makes sense if your character is conflicted. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like that's the only, uh, but if you don't play it that way, then, like, and, and for me, I can look past that as someone being like, well, obviously, you know, they just, they can't account for how every single person is going to play this game. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. like... I just look past that. But for some people, that's going to take them out of it a little bit. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, this could be better as a movie. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> right. there's no, like, choices being made to, conf- you know what I mean? The story is the story. Right. Well, unless you run into Star Wars and Justice League assholes who want the story how they want it and will yeah. you know, bully everybody into shaping it. Be like, Tsushima wasn't like that. He was this way. Release the Tsushima cut. <laughs> right. Release the sucker punch cut. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I just I think it'll be good. I think you have a director who's been shown to just be able to choreograph action super mm-hmm. well. You know what I mean? Like, and, and all of that I think just bodes well for what this should be. Yeah, I always um, mix um, the two directors up because there were two directors on the original John Wick, and one of them was David Leach or Leish, and he okay. did Deadpool two and I think Atomic Blonde. But okay. I always mix him up with the guy, Chad Stahowski, and he's the one that did John Wick, and he did something else. Yeah, he did John Wick 1, 2, and 3, okay. while the other guy has been doing um, all of the other ones, like, um, what's the movie that I just said? Deadpool, and I think he did Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. but uh, it's David Leash. Okay, but yeah, so I, what's cool, though, about this dude, Chad Stahelski, or however you pronounce his name, mm-hmm. um, is when I looked him up, he came up as American Stuntman. Like, they're mm-hmm. like, nah, he's a stuntman. Like, he directs some stuff, <laughs> he's a stuntman. So, okay. like, it, it, that's one of those things that, like, I, I feel like that can only help you if you're talking about an action movie. That's, like, yeah. hand-to-hand combat. Now, like, obviously, if you're a fucking action movie and it's Transformers, having that guy's probably not going to help you a whole fucking lot. But, like, for something like John Wick or this... Fuck, that sounds like the guy you want to have his hands in everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, he did Blade, The Matrix Reloaded, Troy, and Big Mama's House. So. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> happened at the end? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, there's a couple of stunts where he's like, as Big Mama, he's like shooting guns and jumping over couches. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know what that list was? That was the the Disney Plus meeting list, right? Uh, They're like, oh, we, we got this, we got this. <laughs> and the Sister Act 3, or whatever the fuck it was. The Sister <laughs> Act. <laughs> they were like, you were like, uh, John Wick, Blade, Troy, Big Mama's House. And he was like, who the fuck? <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. But anyways, I'm really, ha- I'm really psyched for that. The moment I saw it, I was like, oh, that's perfect. 
Nice. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited to see who who they get to write it. I should have written the art, um, read the article because I'm sure maybe you had like some hints as to who's like writing it. Maybe like when it's going to come out. But I'm sure it's early, early on right now. I think something like this would take years, and I hope they do take years because I think, right. like you said, I hope they get somebody like a director of photography that you know knows what the fuck they're doing. Like I know Roger Deakins is like one of the best ever. He did Skyfall and stuff, and um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So I think. Um, what else did he, and he, he, oh, in 1917, so, like, he's, like, the guy that, like, makes everything look amazing, so I think right. if they get somebody who's, like, even remotely close to him, I think they'll be set. I think that's... And I the other thing, that... too, for what it's worth, is I, I feel like this game did super well, so I don't feel like they need to rush it to accompany the relevancy. Right. Like, I think if they wait, you know, a few years to get this thing rolling, like, there's going to be a Ghost of Tsushima 2. Like, like story-wise, I don't really know off the top of my head, but the game did too well. Like, they're going to capitalize on this in some way. You know what I mean? So, So, it's not like... Like, if this was going to be the only one, like, if this was definitely a one-off, I, I would, I could see where as a thing, like, even if you wanted to make this a good movie, you're a little worried, like, we kind of need to get this out while people are still thinking about this game. But I don't think that's going to even be an issue either. So I really do hope they wait and take their time with it. Nice, nice. So, yeah. So, um, the other thing we were wanting to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we could still hit both of these. But we'll start with the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Which is, um, first of all, my bracket, I, first, I, I didn't even watch a single NCAA game, still fell out of bracket, so I'm a <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me too, yeah, you have to. My bracket, day one, oh, I had Ohio State winning it all. <laughs> they I were done by like four o'clock. Yes, I filled out the bracket, the, like, it was a bracket for work, and like, uh, somebody there was like, I'm going to do a bracket, but you just want to fill it out for me because you know more about sports than I do. And I was like, sure. And I filled it out, had Ohio State win it all. And bro, by four o'clock, I texted that person and I was like, our bracket's in the shitter. And he was like, already? And I was like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it, what's funny is I, I literally, like for this year, I just based it off of like the smallest notion of what I know about a team. Mm-hmm. But then basically it was just like, like Ohio State's pretty solid every year. You know what I mean? Like, like I was like, yeah. they don't, they don't, they don't blow. Like they're usually pretty consistent, so I feel pretty good about pushing them through. And then like, you know, fucking God, what were some of the other teams? What were some of the other big name teams? I'm trying to think that lost. Um, Illinois lost. Illinois lost, and you know, I was like, well, I don't really Iowa. know that Illinois is like a basketball school. So I was yeah. like, you know, I'm, I don't feel bad about that. So they, they can lose. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like shit like that. And then, for example. Fucking, bro! I I had UNC upsetting Baylor, like, and I because I was like I was like UNC is not consistent, but I know they have decent players, mm-hmm. and they're always a tough out in the tournament. So like, if they can just like if they're good players because it's the tournament are like more like fuck it like we need to lock in. And I was like I can see them upsetting like making a big upset and then losing the next round like that's not yep. crazy to me yep. so i was like i'm gonna just have a beat baylor and then immediately lose to the next team the one that worked out for me is one me being a homer and two like i was like bro like if you were not in the, at this point before it used to be the big east right but like mm-hmm. if you're not in the acc you're not prepared for what the zone looks like you know yep. what i mean like yep. there's 
no team that doesn't see that consistently is ready for whatever the fuck that ends up being. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No one else. Other teams can run a 2-3 zone. None of them run them like Jim Bayon runs them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we always... Bro, we... I feel like they're, like... They're, like, number one recruits we don't even give a shit about. Because we're, like... We want two six 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 seven guards at the front of our 2-3 zone. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like if you're not six six with a six nine wingspan, I don't fucking want. Because, <laughs> like, our defense is... Like, our front two guys cover, like, 67% of the court somehow. It's fucking yeah. insane. So, like, every year... When I do this bracket, I'm like, we never score enough. Like, like we're, we're we never have good offensive guys really, and we're a little better this year offensively. But I was like, we we never have great guys offensively. But like, no team is prepared to fucking deal with this, no matter how you coach it, because the fucking players have never seen anything like it. So I'm always like, we're gonna upset somebody. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we may never win the fucking tournament, but we're gonna upset somebody for sure. Mm. Um, so like, I had us in the Sweet 16, um, and. From, I think today, uh, God, who, whoever was the favorite in the game after the Houston game, Mm -hmm. I can't remember, they fucking lost. So, like, if we can get past number two Houston, I think we have, like, a, we have a team that's worse. An easier one. Yeah. An easier one next. I was like, oh, bro, if we could fuck it. Bro, I haven't watched a single fucking college game. I swear to God, I'm going to start watching. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to watch this Houston game and act like I've been there the whole time. Yeah. So, Oregon State beat somebody else and then oh no they were supposed to face illinois but they didn't because uh loyola chicago beat beat oh yeah illinois beat somebody else but then oregon state today beat uh loyola chicago so syracuse so at the time of this recording they haven't played yet they play in about an hour if they win tonight they'll play oregon state and so by the time you're listening to this they might know whether i'm happy oregon state yeah (laughs) or we're about to talk about Syracuse in the final four next week. So we'll right, see exactly. where uh, we'll see where it goes. But that's actually a good matchup and you know, we'll we'll see how they match up against Houston. I feel like sometimes Houston's like, number two, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel so, like sometimes with these teams like like not like Houston, Gonzaga usually, um these time these teams that are like, you know, they only lose twice, but they play like ECU and FS you know, F mm-hmm. FCU, U, Florida, Gulf Coast whatever, blah 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 blah. They destroy those teams, but then when they play actual real teams, they, you know, get blown out. So I'm hoping yeah. that that's what the, that's, you know, that's the case for this one. And, and I am rooting for Syracuse because I think, um, I think in, well, A, um, my girlfriend's parents, they went to Syracuse, so they're a Syracuse family. But then B, um, any time that an ACC team does well in the tournament, it also bodes well for the ACC because I think they get, the schools get money, all the whole, right. the whole conference does. Um, and it also but looks you're not going to root for Duke, though. No, no, anybody but Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah so like Notre Dame does well. I'm like, yeah, dude, let's go. Syracuse, I'm like, yeah, ACC, Virginia let's go. Tech, Virginia, Virginia, like, Virginia sure. like, yeah, let's go. When they win the tournament in 2019, I'm like, yeah, money. <laughs> money. It's like, like, Duke wins, you're like, money, but what did it cost? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was me in 2015 being like, God damn it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I'm excited about that. One thing I will say is that I did just turn, uh, I turned like, uh, turned on bro. I opened my ESPN app on my phone, um, just to see, to take a look and, but I did see the Knicks are beating the Bucks currently at halftime. Let's fucking go, bro. <laughs> I don't think Nick's playing. <laughs> fucking Julius Randle. Let's go. <laughs> um, anyways, that, that, that's unrelated. But, uh, yeah. it, what's funny though is, um, but yeah, UNC did not did not upset Baylor. 
No. Um, 100% did not upset Baylor. Uh, they didn't make it to Baylor. It really hurt my fucking bracket along with the Ohio State thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But at, at this point for me, like looking like at just the bracket and, the, you know, this whole week for the Sweet 16, they had like, you know, it's been this long since all of these teams made it to the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight. And it's like all of them are like, I think Loyola was, well, Loyola was recently, but uh, Oregon State, they're like, Oregon State, 1960-something. This other team, 1950-whatever, right? And so I'm like, you know what? I don't mind it, right? Because I think literally, I think the only team that's won recently is, well, Michigan was in the championship a couple years ago, but they didn't win it. Mm-hmm. I think the most recent winner in terms of the Sweet 16, uh, buh, 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 buh. nobody really. UCLA, Did 20 years ago? Did Villanova get... Nova lost earlier today. So all of the teams here, like if I go through, I can remember. Like Gonzaga has never won. Creighton has never won. USC, I don't know, but it hasn't been recently. Oregon went to the Final Four in 2017. But before that, I think the last time they were in the Final Four like was like 1930. Michigan went to the championship in 2013 and 2018, but they lost both. But they won with the Fab Five. That was years mm-hmm. ago. Florida State, I don't think they've ever been to a Final Four. UCLA, they won 25 years ago, 26 years ago, like 95. Mm-hmm. So that's been a while. Alabama, um, they don't, I don't think they've ever done anything. Baylor, they haven't done anything. Villanova, they already lost, but they you know, they won recently, so they're out of it. Arkansas, I don't think, has ever been there. Oral Roberts, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Yo, my favorite Chicago. thing with the Oral Roberts, I saw a tweet where they were like, Oral Roberts gave, uh, gave Ohio State their fucking hands, and it was like, Apparently, there's a giant statue in front of Oral Roberts that's like mm-hmm. two golden hands praying. And I was like, they, they, it was a picture of that. And it was like, Oral Roberts gave Ohio State the hands. And then they <laughs> put the fucking praying emoji. I was like, God, that's fucking money. You bastards. <laughs> then, but they, then after that, it would be Loyola Chicago. And they went to the Final Four, but they haven't won. But they're already out. Oregon State, I think, like I said, 1950. Houston, they, I think since like the 80s, since they had uh, Hakeem and uh, Clyde Drexler. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Syracuse. So literally, Syracuse in two thousand three is the latest national championship out of the, all of these Sweet Sixteens. So for me right now, I'm just kind of like, yeah, sure, go anybody. everybody, right? Yeah, it's like let's give it, let's give somebody else a chance. Even Cuse, right? Because I think right. you know, it's been eighteen years. We only years. have fucking one. I think yeah, <laughs> it's the only one we've got. So it's not like we're fucking winning them all the time. Oh, um, dude! Oh my gosh! I got I just sorry you know talking about Cuse. So a couple weeks ago, Nike dropped these dunk. Like high dunk, uh, high top dunks on mm-hmm. the sneakers app, mm-hmm. and so they're like white and just orange, like Syracuse orange. And I was like, Oh, you should send you should get for your dad because your dad, huge fan, went there. You know, he's mm-hmm. still a huge fan. I was like, Get it for him. And she's like, Okay, and so we got lucky and she got them. And I was like, Oh, cool, like they might get here in time. And she's like, Ah, oh, they're not gonna get here until like I think it would have been this past Thursday. And I was like, oh, Well, they're gonna have to make a run to the Sweet 16 for him to get them. Mm-hmm. And so they get them, but they they literally got stolen from the packaging center at her apartment. Oh no! And I was like, "Did you see anybody?" She was like, "There was a guy that came out with a box that looked like it before I went in there." But then by the time I went back out to ask him about it, he was already gone. And I was like, "Ah, oh, damn!" And she's like, "And she, she she's gotten all her other packages except those." And so she didn't um, she didn't get them, which sucks because he would have been because she went she went home this weekend, so she would have. Been giving oh, it to him God, tonight for the so game tonight. Shitty. Yes, Ugh. and she was well. She, you know, she left this week before she left 
to go see them, I was like, all right, well, you know, bye, I'll see you, now have fun, tell them I said hey, I gave her a hug, and I was like, I felt more for it, I was like, <laughs> Sid, it would have been so cool, god damn it, she's like, it's okay, it's fine, it's just shoes, and I'm like, you don't understand, he's a big fan, if I would have gotten Carolina's shoes before she 16 came out, I fucking lost it, are you kidding me, from my child, as a surprise? And she's right. like, oh, I mean, it's just shoes. Like, we're just getting some... some Shut some your fucking time. mouth, it's just shoes. What does that I was mean? I like, you don't get it. It's Syracuse Dunks. They look so cool. So I felt oh. so bad, but um, I told her, I was like, are you going to tell him? And she's like, no, he's going to get sad. I'm like, I guess you're right. Nobody likes to hear that their daughter got ripped off by some <laughs> fucking asshole. So what So what happens in that scenario? Does she just shit out of it? Like, she I, just... Yeah, apparently. So she emailed the, the, the leasing office, and they were like, well, did you see what they look like? Like, Do you see anything? And she was like, yeah, here's my information. They're like, well, well, we'll see what we can do, but it's unlikely that we'll be able to find anything. So it's just like, it just, just got stolen. It's just like... Fuck, so she doesn't even get the money back. Ugh. No, no. Fuck! Yeah. God, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, no. That yeah. dude, that dude has stole some shoes before. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> he, was, he was in there looking for something to steal, right? Like, yeah, like, like it, but he he knew the shoe box, right? Like, he right, was like, exactly. he's like, I bet that's a fresh pair of shoes. Yoink. And the thing <laughs> is, so, so, dude, so, so like, Nike, I've been buying shoes online for a while and so nike used to just be like in a you know on a cardboard box with like your thing on it that's it but then for a while there they were literally putting the nike swoosh on the cardboard box oh, that's and people goofy, on twitter bro. were like are you asking people to steal these boxes what is wrong with you it's like if somebody put like apple box outside of your apple products it's like are you insane right some like nike needs to buy their fucking boxes from like costco with a fucking logo on the side and people would be like all right leave that alone <laughs> yeah exactly like or like yeah like uh yeah just like the most generic box you can think of just like it just says box and the tape is just gray <laughs> duct tape yeah no that's what it is it needs to have no logo and instead of like legitimate tape it needs to look janky like yes like, <laughs> like, like every time they get that box ready to ship out right they just have a dude who just like rubs a greasy piece of pizza on it so it's just got like grease spots on it you like i don't want that fucking like, box. gonna steal that yeah <laughs> Oh god, yeah. that and I was sucks. Like, yeah, it sucks. But hopefully they'll win tonight. They'll make up for it. But we'll see in a couple. You know, both, by the time you're hearing even this, if they, even if they win tonight, it doesn't make up for it because that just means it would have been even better if he had oh. the shoes. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like can you like if they won tonight while he was wearing the shoes that he got from the unlikely run? As in, the, what they're an eleven seed, I think. Yep, yep, bro. Oh, that'd have been over the top. Oh my god. <laughs> no, no, yeah. So now I feel worse. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was like, Sid, why? And she's like, it's okay, it's whatever. And she's like, no, I don't. I was like, no, you don't get it. It would have been so cool. <laughs> and she's like, you mean to tell? Well, because, you know, she like follows along, but she does not like super following. She's like, wait, they don't make the Sweet 16 all the time? I'm like, it's happened three times in the last five years, but before that, not so often. <laughs> not so often. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 2016 was kind of a fluke, but I mean, they were talented. And then 2018, they made it to the final to the Sweet 16, but they didn't go past that. Right, it's a, it's a whole different deal. Yeah, and then um, 2003, also, they just happened to have one of the greatest offensive players of all time. <laughs> also, like, even if you're Kentucky, like, like you know, even if you're Duke, Kentucky, UNC, it's like, it's a gauntlet, bro. Like, you, like the Sweet 16, always, like, I mean, you're not counting, and you're not fucking putting banners up for Sweet 16 appearances, but it's still like, whew, we're in the Sweet 16, let's go. Right, <laughs> right, like, it still matters, right? Like, people go to, you know, like... And the thing, you know, kind of like, I think we talked about it on here before, where like, oh, no, no, I was talking to my coworker or my boss about it. He was talking about um, Michigan or one of the Cinderella's. And I was telling him about 
it sucks for teams that no, oh, you know what it was? It was Butler. It was Butler those two years where they went to the national championship back to back years. Well, like Brad Stevens was there, so right. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. 20, 2010 and twenty eleven, and I was telling him, I was like, oh, like it sucks that they lost both times because it would have been cool to have a, you know a Butler win a national championship. But then also, that's it, right? Like for mm-hmm. Butler basketball, like they'll never be even closely back to that ever. It like that like for Duke, Carolina, um, Kansas. You know, if they make it to the national championship, you go like, "Damn, we made it!" Like when you lost, lost to Villanova, it, yeah. it was heartbreaking. But like, right. there was no doubt in your mind, like, "We'll be back." We'll be back. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know it was gonna be twenty seventeen. I thought right. maybe back like five years from now, six years from now, but it'll happen again in my lifetime. I know for sure. Same thing with Kansas, Kentucky, all of them. Even if they have bad years down, they'll always bounce back. But if you're Butler, dude, if you're Butler, and you lose back to back national championships, that is it. You're never coming. Close to even sniffing a Final Four ever again, right? Like you right. are one of those teams, like the ones that I was saying earlier. It's like Oregon State hasn't made it since 1950, whatever. That's you now. You're not. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like they haven't made a Final Four since 2010, like 50 years from now, right? right. So I was telling my boss, I was like, imagine the, the fucking just like pain of feeling that. And like last year, um, Dayton, they had Obi Toppin, uh, Obi Toppin, yeah, a, a future Nick Hall of Famer. Um, <laughs> And so they were amazing, and then you know the tournament got canceled because of COVID. But you go, that's it. The deep, the Dayton Flyers will never be that right. good ever again. Or if they are, it'll be at least ten to twenty years. Right. And so it's it's a different kind of pain from that, where you know even something like you know like Q's, you know they're they're pretty good. They have a national championship. They're always in contention. You go, it's an Elite Eight for Qs. That's pretty good, but they don't come often, right? Or not right. Like, That's the thing. If we made the next. national championship and lost, we'd be fucking absolutely fucking devastated for a while because, like, we've only been the one. <laughs> right. Like, it's just different levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're a fucking Patriots fan and you lose the Super Bowl, you're like, it's okay. We'll be back. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? yeah. Like, we have the exactly. best coach of all time. We have the best quarterback of all time. Like, like we're, we'll be back. Um, but if you're the Panthers or the Cardinals, like, right after you lose in 2008 or 2015, you go, fuck, because that is it, dude. Like, that is, like, that it's it, it, man. Right. God, yeah. No, it fucking sucks. I mean, even for the Cowboys, you know, I look back on 2014. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, the Cowboys, you're like, ah, we'll be back. But, like, we never came back. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I feel like after those, you know, those Super Bowls, like, Anyone would have been like, it's okay, you're going to be contender every year. It's a dynasty. And then it's like, well, uh, it's, been, it's well, been a hot right? minute. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. And you look at like something like 2014 or 2016. 2014, they were 12 and 4. 2016, they were 13 and 3. And you just look back and go, dude. We... Those, were some, those needed to be the ones. <laughs> those, needed to be, those were the ones. Right? Those were the ones that were like a couple lucky breaks. Des caught it. Or Aaron Rodgers isn't Aaron Rodgers. And you go, man, like right there, man. Like, <laughs> But, yeah, it's... It, it, it's just it's it, it sucks, and I was telling, um, you know, we talked about this before, where like that hope makes everything worse. And I was telling, you know, our friend Elliot about the I use the the one example that I use on here about um, Bane in The Dark Knight Rises, where he talks about, you know, like why is this prison the worst prison that exists? Because there's hope, you know, when you open up the hole in the prison, you can get out, but you never can. It's like that. It's like, hey, ba- hey, Butler, you had hope, you had two national championships. They're right up there. Get up there. You can get back like, up here's, there. Yeah, here's you your proof. You can make it to the national championship. Like, yeah, we have proof that you you can recruit and you have coaches. And you can get good players. Do it again, bro. It's right up there. Yeah, Go and ahead. it's funny because it's not even like I'm trying to think. Like, like what was it? Uh, Wichita State, right? Shaka Smart. Yes, that's another one. Yep. You could have, you could have been like, as long as we keep Shaka Smart, like we'll be good. 
But then, like, that's not even true, because that man went to Texas and fucking nothing. (laughs) So it's, like, not even, you can't even just be like, well, the only reason it didn't work out is because the coach got a better offer. It's like, no, there's there's a chance it just doesn't work out. Period. Like, mm-hmm. regardless, you keep everything the same. Shit still might not work out ever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you get everything the same, and it's just like you get maybe like a tournament win. Like, Shaka Smart didn't win a single tournament game while he was at Texas. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. And he was like the Cinderella. You know what I mean? Like, Wichita right. State for, I think, I feel like two or three years in a row. Oh, no, no, no. Just he, all was, of a um, he was a. Uh, VCU. He was VCU. Oh, VCU. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but it was the same thing. They were the same thing for both of them. Yeah. VCU and Wichita State where you're like, this is it, bro. This is our peak. And I have a friend who went to VCU for grad school. And she was like, yeah, I went to a couple games. And they're like, they're good. But it's like, there's levels, right? Like, you know, (laughs) they'll never be back to up there. And then, you know, she went to Carolina with me. And she went to VCU for her master's. And she's like, there's, you can tell on the court, like, the levels, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. kind of like how we were talking about, you know, the difference between like, you know, the Alabama boys and the front lines. Like every Alabama guy is bigger, stronger, faster than like any other offensive line. And there's like levels to recruiting, and that's just how it goes with basketball as well. Yeah, it's funny though because one thing I, I was talking to my dad about, and he was like, when I'm looking at the bracket, he's like, what I he's like, I always look at how they did against top twenty five teams, right? And he was like, I would rather have a team like if it's one of these smaller schools right mm-hmm. i would rather them be like straight up never play a top 25 team than to have played like three top 25 teams and go one and two because he's like you know like if you've never run into that buzzsaw that's like you know what is like a fucking unc or duke or kentucky like you know like like you don't have the knowledge that it's different. And so like, you can just like through pure like will and just be like, nah, like confidence. Like we can, Mm -hmm. we can fucking do it. But if you're the team that's went up against fucking Kentucky, Duke and UNC and you lost two of them and you like, you go into those games like, Ooh, this is going to be a tough one. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you're a little defeated before it starts. You know I mean? Right. Like, exactly. Whoop. It's like you, even you go like, you go like Virginia tech, that's a powerhouse because just because it's from the, from the fact that it's you know the ECC, right? But if you're the team that's never played any of them, like fucking Florida Gulf Coast, like fuck it, bro, we we can dunk on anybody, <laughs> and then you do, you know what I mean? <laughs> fuck, let's just fucking be legends, man. Who cares, man? Right, exactly. There's a little bit of that to it. But speaking of levels, right? Mm-hmm. I sent you a two minute clip. Yes. From oh, the yes, NCAA, yes. bro. Yes. The levels. What what surprises me because I can't remember how this came up. Oh, uh, my dad sent me a video of like one of the number one, one of the top high school recruits, and it's mm-hmm. this like super lanky, like seven foot white dude who like oh had, Chet Holmgren. Yes, Holmgren? he's actually got like a decent handle, so it looks weird, and he can shoot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and like he plays good defense despite looking like he maybe weighs eighty five pounds. Um, but like. My whole thing was like, I was like, I can't, that dude's going to be injury prone. He has to. I can't imagine a world where he's not just getting hurt all the time. And like, my my example was just like, not example, but like in my head, like, I, I was like, you know, I never really paid attention to Shaq in like high school or college, but mm-hmm. like, I can't imagine a Shaquille O'Neal that's lanky. 
I just don't think he was yes. ever built that way. Yeah, and yeah. then not a week later, I saw this clip on Twitter and was like, bro, no, he's a full grown ass man in yes. LSU. Like he is something fucking serious. Yeah. Also, I I happened to, I was looking up something unrelated. I looked up how tall his parents were just to, just because. Mm-hmm. And, and like first of all his dad's like 6'1 and his mom's like 6'2, six, 6'3. Six, so I mean like they're both tall but really I think he got the height from the bomb sign. I feel like if a woman 6'3, there's some fucking height over there. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. but anyways, but in the fucking Wikipedia it said he was 6'6 six, six at 13 years old. Jesus. Bro, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, bro? That man walked into high school for the his first day of high school, he walked in and was taller than everybody else there. <laughs> He's bro. as tall as, um, what's his name? Zion is now. <laughs> right. He walked in as a, bro, um, the freshman orientation of that high school where they like first look around, bro, it's a bunch of fucking middle schoolers and then Shaq at 6'6", six, six, just fucking <laughs> standing in the crowd. I, I wish, I wish you could, I wish we had like, you know, cause you know, when, when, um, when Zion was um, in high school, right? We had all those clips of him dunking on kids, you know, right. who had Geometry 2 after this, right? <laughs> right. I wish we would have had that for Shaq. Because God. Shaq, you know, because he was like seven foot by the time he got to LSU, right? So he, he was right. bigger than Zion as And again, athletic. not lanky. Like, we're not, not talking like Anthony Davis, who was like 6'10 and just fucking sticks. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. Nah, this dude was a full-grown man. And that video I sent you is a fucking... It is the most, like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like, I had to show it to Kaylin. I was like, you don't even really watch basketball, but just tell me you can't, like, feel how ridiculous this is. And, like, like, 45 seconds in, she was like, Jesus. And I was like, (laughs) right? Because he looks like so it's a it's the clip is like a highlight reel of the uh, tournament game of an NCAA tournament game. I forget against I didn't see who it was against BYU, and he had like the NCAA record in blocks. He had the eleven he had eleven blocks. blocks in one game, mm-hmm. and he, some of them are like you know big time just like pop. Some of them are like the guy shoots it and he gets like a finger on it, but then he like, he, like the, his finger the pops. Very it. Fir- What's nuts is the very first block I think they show. The dude's like shooting from like just inside the three point line, and he gets up just high enough to catch it. Like he's not blocking it at the dude's hands. Like he's jumping high enough from probably like six feet away, like five or six feet away, to like reach up and then with his fingertips like swat it into the fucking fifth row. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, Shaq, Shaq at seven one is jumping high enough to just fucking ugh, snatch it with his fingers and just fucking toss it. I was like, that's insane. Yeah, because yeah, like, I mean the dunks, you know what I mean, like him overpowering people at the rim, like you expect that. You mm-hmm. can look and visually see that he's just bigger, mm-hmm. but then you see him fucking jump and he's just like fucking like you should not have been able to get to that at that big. Right, there's right. no way. What are you talking about? And every and time then, he dunks, it, like the whole rim like, shakes, right? Like right. I think they, that's probably before they reinforced him. But he like probably. goes up and he goes like there's one. Let me see the running a fast break and he doesn't alley oop and he just goes boom and he just like and then he like dunks it and when he lands he like drops down like six inches. Right. Yeah, because the rim comes down as he's yes. coming down. Like yeah. So what's even more nuts is like there's the one that literally like the one where I auto I watched this at my office at work while I was on my lunch break mm-hmm. like alone and I still laughed out loud was like he they. Throw a dude throws an alley oop to Shaq. 
it's not at a fast break, but it might be the one you're talking about because it definitely kind of happens the same way. But they throw an alley-oop to him. But, like, the BYU guy's in front. And the BYU guy looks almost just as tall as Shaq. He's just much lankier. Mm-hmm. The BYU guy goes to jump. If you pull up that video, it's like 48 seconds. He goes to jump. And to me, it looks like the BYU guy should just be able to completely tip this pass away. And so, like, he jumps. And then all of a sudden, Shaq's behind him. He, like, reaches mm-hmm. over the dude, turns, and then fucking Dunk. dunks it. And I was like, yes. what the fuck are we watching, bro? <laughs> like, like every other athlete, that like, the BYU guy would have just tipped it. Or, best case scenario is... Shaq goes up and kind of has to wrestle with it, comes down, and then goes mm-hmm. back up and dunks it. Shaq was like, nah, reaches over the dude and while in air, turns 180 and fucking dunks it into the yeah. fuck. I like, get the fuck out of here, bro. What are you talking about? I mean, it's true. I forget. I think I mentioned it, mentioned it a couple weeks ago where I said, you know, Reggie Miller said that Shaq, he just hit the genetic lottery. Like, it, it, it's... Yeah. The jumps, the athleticism, the feet work, uh, the footwork, you know, it's it's... What the fuck are you supposed to do against that, bro? Exactly. <laughs> what, what is the answer? Someone well, somebody was saying the... on somebody saying in the replies they were like, I think he, you know, he gets frustrated because he always gets called dominant, and he must assume that they mean he was just big, right? And he just pushed motherfuckers out the way. But I, for me, when whenever I hear Shaq was dominant in the same way that Zion is, or, or even Anthony Davis, it, it doesn't just mean big because then Taco Fall would be the greatest player of all time. I think it just means you know how to move it right you know like the steps to take you know the euro steps you know how to how to get open you know how you know in the same way that joel and beat or Giannis are dominant right with the added benefit of being like seven foot two fucking 300 pounds is just fucking mess like you know like that's that's where there's levels to this shit bro like who were you gonna be to defensively do anything to shaq yeah don't take a charge with shaq or your teeth will end up in your (laughs) shoulder right like The only person that could stop Shaq, logically, in my head, is just another one. (laughs) Just another Shaq. Because, like, Yao Ming was 7'6", but, like, I don't know. I might have told this story before. And I I have the hardest time finding this fucking story, or Mm -hmm. finding this video. But I saw it. I swear to God, I saw it. It's when Shaq, and this is past his prime Shaq, right? Mm -hmm. This is Shaq with the Suns. Nash, something happens and Nash ends up on his back. Right, Steve Nash is on his back, and Shaq, as Nash is on his back, I'm pretty sure Tracy McGrady is standing over Steve Nash. Shaq comes over, because Shaq at this point is just a big fucking dude. He's still, he's not terrible, but he's definitely not in his prime. Mm -hmm. And he literally takes his, like, he, he literally puts his hand on Tracy McGrady's arm, pushes him, and Tracy McGrady slides probably... 45 feet into his own fucking locker room, bro. Like, like <laughs> Tracy McGrady is fucking gone. If Tracy McGrady was a problem, Tracy McGrady is no longer a problem now. So, and then he goes to, like, put his hand down to help Nash up. And then Yao Ming comes over. Because Yao Ming was on the Rockets with Tracy McGrady. Yao Ming walks over. Yao Ming, clearly not an aggressive individual, right? Like, mm-hmm. but he was like, you kind of just shoved my teammate into the next dimension, so I have to come over here and act like that's not cool because it isn't cool, right? Mm-hmm. He walks over. Shaq, with one hand, bro, puts, like, I don't know if he grabs his jersey or just, like, somehow gets leverage. It, he, like, reaches up to Yao Ming's chest, right? Because obviously his chest is going to be higher. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, 
pushes Yao Ming into the ground. Like, pushes Yao Ming down to a knee. Yao Ming was 7'6", and he wasn't a lanky 7'6", either. No, like, no, I mean, he wasn't cut, but he yeah. had some weight to him. Bro, Shaq just fucking pushes him down, and it helps Steve Nash up. I was like, holy shit. And, like, with one arm. I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, what are you supposed to do? Yao Ming is the only guy I have ever seen where I've been like, hold on now. Like, we might have a conversation. We've got another dude who's 7'6", also not just lanky. And Shaq was like, just fucking one hand, push him to the ground. Like, made him take a knee. I was like, like, what the fuck? Jump Thanos, bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I just don't understand what you would ever do to stop Shaq. Like, you know what you do to stop Shaq? You get upset, you throw a ball at him afterwards. Like, oh, fuck, what the fuck? Uh, you know how you get rid of Shaq or how you upset Shaq? You tell uh, Deposition that you should have paid the girls like Shaq does. Oh. For no reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Shaq's like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, there's levels. And that video was the most, like, there's fucking levels to this thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I wish we um, had, like... Like twenty four seven videos of him in high school because that would have been nuts. I mean, we, I think he was. In, I can't remember if he was in high school or in college or if he was already in the NBA. Where he's, he's um, uh, talking to that reporter from NBC. Do you remember that one? And Is then the one he shatters the backboard. He shatters the backboard and he like lands on his back and he's super hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I can't remember where that was, but I wish we had more of that. Right, like from all of his. Right, there's no stuff. way that's the first time that it happened. You know what I mean? Right. Right, like right. Because then I think he does it in. He, I think he did it in the NBA, and then I think he the did one, it one that's insane time. in the NBA is when he fucking destroys the structural integrity of right, the and basketball. Just, do, 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 it's do, not do, even. Do, yeah, it's do, not do. even like the backboard doesn't shake. It's like he dunks, and then like all the mechanical peat, like all the bolts and bells and whistles on the back end are just like overload, <laughs> and, and it, it just like folds. shrinks down yeah. slowly <laughs> because it's fuck? like it has suffered catastrophic <laughs> <laughs> system malfunction. <laughs> It, there's it, like it'd be it's like in a movie when the fucking ship's going down it's like eh, 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 and like everything's blinking like that's what was happening to that fucking uh, goal it's just like eh, it just started folding in on itself yeah oh, bro i mean those dunks are i mean the, the closest one or the closest person who gets to those kinds of dunks are zion and Giannis. and even right. then i think they're so reinforced now that the dunks or the, the hoops can take it but back back then you know it's, it's right it's I mean, so even ridiculous. I mean, Michael Jordan could break dunks back then, or break, right. break backboards. So, yeah, we have the technology now. Yeah, we have the technology, but there's this chance. I feel like even still, there's a chance that if Shaq, you know what I mean, like even with everything now, it's like I wouldn't be surprised if Shaq, like, I don't, he wouldn't shatter a backboard now, but like fuck something up. You know what I mean? Like maybe the whole goal doesn't collapse, but like the rim is just bent. You know what I mean? It's like yes. what the fuck. Like, like, oh, fucking get the next one out here. God damn it. Like, <laughs> and uh, the the last thing I want to touch on, right, mm. is because in that clip, Shaq, you know, has the NCAA record for most blocks in the game with 11, which is insane. But with that being said, mm-hmm. I just want to talk very quickly that Draymond Green said he was the best NBA defender of all time. <laughs> so I saw that. So I saw this, right? And yeah. I was like... I did the Mad Max Fury Road where he looks up and he's like, mm, that's bait. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's how I took that. Where I was like, he believes that. Because I think for you to be an insane defender, you have to believe that. Yes. 
right? And it's so interesting to me because for him, he, he I don't know if you've ever heard like interviews with him or talk about like the basketball stuff and stuff. He sounds supremely intelligent about everything in the basketball way. Like he's like, oh, right. this defender has to move over here, back, back here. And I feel like for you to be that intelligent about that, you have to be self-aware about what you can and can't do. And if you're an undersized defender like he is, you know your limitations, right? But he must have some amazing block where he knows everything about basketball and his self-awareness is like capped right where it starts to affect how he sees himself. Right. Where once you, once he hits how he sees himself, it's all, I am the greatest of all time. I have to be, I'm the greatest of all defenders. And it's worked, right? Because he's one player, you know, defensive player right. of the year. And he's, you know, he was the defensive anchor for those three championships or at least, you know, a, a good defensive rock foundation for those teams. Right. Um, but no, but no, but, get the fuck out of here, bro. You're not even close. No, you're but, not even in the top five, bro. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Like I can literally no research, right? Haven't done any yeah. research. Haven't tried to look shit up. Top of my fucking head. Tony Allen is a recent example. Mm-hmm. Better wing defender than you. Straight yeah. up. Tony Allen, Gary Payton, better defender than you. Yes. Fucking Dikembe ben- Matumbo, better defender than you. Fucking Ben Wallace. Uh, ben Wallace, probably better. Yeah, Ben Wallace, better defender than you. Mm. I, I literally, without thinking, fucking David Robinson, better defender than you. Bro, Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, better <laughs> defender than you. No, Dwight no Howard. research. Who'd you say? Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard in this prime, better fucking yes. defender. Here's the deal. If your argument, if his, so here's what's going on in his head, right? Like, he, he's got to be like, I'm not. I'm not locked down. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yes. not going to lock someone down like Tony Allen, right? Because Tony Allen will damn near take your player out of the fucking game. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying, like, but he's not, whoever Tony Allen is guarding is not going to be the reason you lost. I promise you. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Even if you're, if his argument is like, I don't lock people down, but I'm versatile. I can go, you know, I, I can I can guard a bunch of different positions. Uh, and do all of them pretty well, right? Yeah. LeBron in his prime, still more versatile. But like, <laughs> Draymond, like, reading passing lanes, right? He's probably yes. like, I, I read pass. LeBron was doing that. Like, Bron is not, uh, Bron has never been a great on-ball defender. Like, you will never convince me that he's a fucking lockdown dude on defense. Right, right. But you can see when he's fucking, like, playing defense, not now because he's 38 years old, but, like, you can like see in younger clips, like he's watching the floor, and you can see him rotate before things happen. You know, what I mean? right? Like, like, because he knows he's, he's reading everything just as well as Draymond did. The only difference is he's also bigger and taller than Draymond, yes, and more athletic. And the fucking chase down blocks are a whole separate thing on their fucking own that Draymond would never even remotely fucking dream of doing, right? Yes. Like, yeah. So what the fuck are you talking about, Draymond? I think I, I think if he's trying to make a case for it, I don't think he has a case. If this is something where he's like, yeah, I'm the best defender of all time, and it's something that he just has to tell himself, I get it. Because I think if he wasn't undersized, I would be like, dude, what are you talking about? But I think as some as you know, viewing him as somebody who's like, you're undersized, you're not the most athletic. It's sort of you have to tell yourself these things to sort of pump you up, right? No, nah, but see, here's the difference though: is nobody has ever said he's not one of the best defenders in the league. Like, it's not like he's been disrespected. It's not like people have been like, fucking Draymond is not a good defender. Draymond sucks. You know what I mean? Like, no one has ever said that. 
no, like everyone is right. But like, I think nah. the reason that maybe he he it's kind of like Kobe, right? We always talked about Kobe's like, oh, he's just Demar Derozan, a sociopathic. He was a sociopathic Demar Derozan, right? Where he's right. like, he was he he had a, a limit, but I think the way he thought of himself and the way he pushed himself sort of got him above that to where he needed to be. And I feel like that's this is Draymond, where he's like he has physically he has a limit, but he probably pushes himself thinking this to the next the, the little extra oomph that sort of gets him back to that one of the best defenders in the league right now maybe and that's what i'm saying I like just... where like if he had the gifts if he had you know like even a kobe skill set right you'd be like what are you talking about dude you're just a good defender but i think he this is something that he has to tell himself to go, kind of go past that yeah but i just i the thing is is like you can you can be that guy without like making outlandish statements like this, right? Maybe, like Kobe, maybe, like, maybe, like I'm saying, like maybe he shouldn't. Have, like maybe if this is something he thinks himself, just to sort of get himself in the headspace where he needs to be. Maybe it's not something yeah. you say out loud because, like you said, you know, it's like, oh, that's bait. You know, it's like that's you're you're invoking the wrath of people who are going to be like. Right, but then he didn't you, even. You're wrong. But then he didn't even leave it alone. Like, it, like usually with the, with the people, like it's bait. Like they say it, and then people like say something about it, and they're just they just kind of laugh it off. My man was arguing with Tony Allen on Twitter. <laughs> like he he was like, "Nah, I was. You don't have room to talk, bro. Get the fuck out of here." And yeah. so, like, if you're gonna be so ridiculous to say this, bro, don't. I'm gonna clown. Yeah, I so, and I, I posted in our notes the tweet from uh, Ben Hoffman from the New York Times. He said. You know, Draymond thinking he's the he's the best defender ever, and Tony Allen thinking that's ridiculous, and believing he was the best, he was better is great, and probably why they're both such terrific defenders, right? Because I think both of them are that same type of defensive insan- insanity, right? They're both wired for defense, right. um, in the same way that um, what's his name, Pat Beverly? I was gonna say Pat Beverly because there's a clip of him doing like cardio training at a beach in fucking timberlands bro and right. it kills me every time you know how much of a psychopath you have to be to just be out here doing lateral movement drills in the yes. sand in timberland boots bro <laughs> i think oh, all three of them are that legitimate of... psychos legitimate psychos yes i think all yeah, three of them i think I, I... yeah no you're probably right i think to, to know that you offensively have limitations right even though i, th- I do think Draymond, you know has the ability to go off like he did in game seven. In the yeah, Draymond 16. is more gifted offensively for sure. Like, yeah. he, I think he reads the floor on offense a little better. Like, I don't know that... The weird thing is, like, I don't know that even necessarily skill set he's any better than Tony Allen. You know what I mean? Offensively. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think his shot is any better or anything like that. I think he just reads things better. Like, I think his yeah. basketball IQ is probably higher. Yeah. But I think, you know, he must know, hey, like, I'm not Steph, so I have to... So he damn sure ain't Steph defense. with that fucking backpack jumper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst looking shit I've ever seen. Why does it look that way? <laughs> How have you gone your whole basketball career and no one been like, you should fix that? <laughs> uh, Jesus fuck. That's so ridiculous. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think ultimately, I think just, it's just all three of those guys are just psychos. Yeah. De- definitely, you have to be. Yeah. Dennis Rodman also absolutely a fucking psychopath, but he's mm-hmm. all he was a psychopath, not just about basketball. He, he, <laughs> he's a walking, living, breathing, crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen him? Have you seen him open the box of Yeezys? No, I. 
what is this? What do I need to look this up? I feel like I'm gonna have to. Yeah, look, look this. Up. Let me see if I if you can. Yeah, uh, let me see if this is something that you can find easily on YouTube, All or right. if it's something that was just like us. Um, Dennis um, Rodman, Yeezy, Yeezy unboxing. All right, hold on. Let me see if there's one that's like a short one. This one's two minutes and forty four seconds. Yeah, try yeah, try to open it. Yeah, two minutes and forty four. And then skip if it's a two minute forty four one, skip to uh first of all thirty seconds. The shiny gold pants, bro. Can't understand a single fucking word he's saying. Did you, did you, um, <laughs> he looks so disappointed. Let me see the next one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Johnny, what the fuck, man? What are you at? So he's about to open the second one. The next one? <laughs> Why did he open a box this way, bro? <laughs> Dude, the, the boxes, they slide out. They slide, <laughs> they don't... <laughs> You don't open them from the top. You just you get you put like your finger through one of the holes on the ends no. and you slide them out like a jewelry box. You don't no just person... rip the box like that. <laughs> right. Why would you ever first of all Yeah, why would you ever do that? Like why would you think this is how this box is designed? The thing is is I've opened boxes like that and I've known I'm doing it wrong. Like you know what I mean? Like 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 I've had a box like that has a tab, but there's like too much tape and, and mm. it's not any sort of legitimate box that I want to keep. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to just rip this shit up. Yeah. But if but you're those are like the, the, an yeah. unboxing video for a pair of sneakers, my man's like, doesn't even, without hesitation, just like grabs it, fucking rips it in half. <laughs> <laughs> he just like rips it open. Yeah. You must have thought that that was like the, the, the outer, like the, the, the package. The box. outer box and there's an inner yeah. box, which yeah. to be fair, there's straight fucking cardboard. So like, yeah. Maybe I get it. But Jesus. Yeah, he Christ. looked so disappointed too. When he, he, she was like, do you like them? He was like, uh, who sent me these? <laughs> he, had to, he had to ask who sent these so that way he didn't just blatantly insult them on fucking camera. <laughs> do you like them? He's like, like, in his head, he's like, God, these are ugly as fuck. And he's like, who sent me these? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> uh, my man is wearing like a Carolina blue shirt, gold fucking like metallic pants, lime green fucking high socks, bro. He does not give a fuck, bro. Yeah. Have you um, seen? Uh, wait, have you seen that beautiful gowns video? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah, With Aretha you know. Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> what you think? She said, "Like, what do you think of the performance?" Right for. What? Well, she's she's talking about all the different singers that are right. currently popular, and she goes Mariah, and she goes, oh yeah, her numbers are great, her voice, you know, in this in the like um, when she hits these notes, sounds great. Uh, Ariana Grande, oh yeah, when her high notes they hit a level that like hit the songs in a different way, and mm-hmm. they go Taylor Swift, um, beautiful gowns, just really <laughs> nice gowns. <laughs> oh God, God that's oh, amazing. It's so fun. All right, so that's the episode, right? Um, mm-hmm. if you wanna, if you wanna catch me, you can catch me at Team Moneybags on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm at EverCastro92 on Instagram. If you wanna catch the podcast directly, you can catch us at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And if you wanna email us directly, you can email us at DifferentAnimalsPodcast at Gmail dot com. So stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. See you guys. Hopefully, Q's pulls it out. We'll see. Hope so. Peace.